Yeah, what's going on? What's up, everybody? It is Super Dave back at it again with the PA Political Revolution Podcast. And today we have a special guest today, right? We have Mr. Floyd Baptiste, director, former director of the EDC. Hey, for everybody that's living under a rock, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself again, brother? Yeah, uh, first thing I want to say, thank you, Dave, for having me. Uh, I want to tell you, all your listeners, uh, good afternoon, good afternoon, good evening. You know, and I'm Floyd Betis, former CEO of um, Executive Director for the Port Arthur Economic Development Corporation, 17 years of experience in economic development, uh, 24 years of experience in workforce development, and um you know, I just felt I've been receiving a lot of phone calls from a lot of different people in the community asking me what's going on with EDC. I kind of try to stay away from that stuff, Dave, because right. I was out of it. And, I, and you know, you, you always want to give the next guy the opportunity to get in there and do what he can do. Yes, sir. So I kind of stayed away and uh, and I went back and after that, receiving all these phone calls, man, I I saw the question, what in the hell is going on at EDC? Right. And, and uh, you know, uh, uh, in fact, I wrote a letter to the editorial that put off the news and because uh, I became very concerned. You know, uh, uh, I worked for EDC, like I said, I started off with that in 2005 and we had very little to start with, but we had a, we had something to build from and we built uh, a hell of an organization an organization that was well recognized in the state of Texas was well recognized international. In fact, the organization received an international economic development award. Yeah, twice. I think I remember that. I think I remember that. At least I remember at least one yes, of them. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. And when you and, and you know, it, it takes it, you know it takes a lot of work to make this thing happen. Absolutely. And, and all of you right now, you know, you look at it and you say. Is there still an economic development corporation in Port Arthur, Texas? <laughs> right, right. And that's right. the question I kept asking myself. What are they doing? Exactly. And I couldn't see nothing that they were doing. So I went back. I did a little research and what, what was going on. And I, I said, man, you know, uh, well, you know the politics in this town, Dave. The oh, politics is looking, man, let's keep it quiet. It's going to go away. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know. Everybody know what's going on, but nobody's saying nothing. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, I, I think we, the people, got to get involved to make it happen. You know, and you know, one of the things I, I, I wrote in the letter is, uh, you know, with the expansion of uh, that's going on in this town. You know, you you got uh, the LNGs with Sempra and Golden Pass and Chenier facility. You know, well, first- then you have Motiva getting ready to ramp up at the refinery and you got Valero going to have a shutdown with about four or 5,000 workers here, man. Right. First and, off, and then you have all these secondary businesses uh-huh. that have come here to service those, those uh, people. And where, what is EDC doing? Right. And first, first, just right before we get into that, what happened when you wrote this letter to the, uh, the news, I think you said, what you said was the newspaper. Yeah, I wrote it to the editor, and, okay. and you know, because I, I, you know, I was trying to talk to the people, so I wrote the editorial, and and, and um, they held back, and and I think that that concern was that 
they wanted to get some feedback from from the current director. Uh, my understanding did make contact with the current director after about a week. I think he was out of town or something like that. Not sure what was, but they did make contact and he had no rebuttal to, uh, no comments. So uh, my understanding is, and I don't know, is supposed to hit the paper sometime this week. Okay, yeah. so yeah, just tired of waiting, waiting. Yes, sir. We glad that you brought yes, it sir. over here. Now, go ahead and tell us what's going on with these plants that's been, you know, been ramping up. Well, getting well, okay. going. as you see, man, if you try, if you try to go to the uh, across the the MLK Bridge, or you try to go to Sabine Pass, you see nothing but trucks and traffic moving. Oh yes, sir. And that is, that is because, you know. There is more money floating around this town with all these expansions going on and, uh, than, than, than we had when Spindletop blew right. up over here. Exactly. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's an opportune time for our people to grow uh, and, 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 and make a better quality of life for themselves because each one of these jobs, you know, uh, you and I know they pay seventy, eighty thousand dollars, man. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know? you know? and, and, and I became very concerned because I did, I, 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 I did not see the effort that was that that EDC should be playing. <laughs> exactly. To put these people to work, you know. Now, now and, I tell um, people. Now, now I tell people that the biggest problem in this city is poverty, right? Economics. Yes, sir. But nobody wants That's to take a look at it. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Wait, wait. You said it right. You know, you know, there, there's a big, big discussion, and, you know, I have my opinion, and other people have their opinion about a type A and a type B, and, uh, you know, uh, either one of them is okay. But, you know, the type A, it's it, it focused mainly on industrial manufacturing jobs, yes. and we are an industrial-based community. Right, believe absolutely. it or not, yep. I, I agree we are industrial-based. Yeah, you know, and and the thing about it, you know, Type B, you got it. You could do all everything that you do with A, uh, with B, but but the more focus on industrial is where the money is. Exactly. Uh, and, 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 and you know, Dave. If you make it seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year, you create your own quality of life. There you go. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. You create your own quality of life. You don't have to wait for public service to create a quality of life for you. You know, if, if, if you want to get up in the morning and go eat some quail, and you you go eat, get in your car and go eat some quail. Right. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. But 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 the the thing is, you know, with all that we got going, you know. Uh, you know, with all this industrial expansion, with all this work that's going on, with all the growth that has taken place uh, in the last seven, eight years, and all of a sudden it just stopped. Right, right, right. When I'm saying talking about the growth, I said the movement of people from poverty to employment. Absolutely. That's, that's not the focus anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's not the focus anymore, man. Exactly. And how do you how do you make a community a better community if you can't make your people more sustainable? Right, and and that's that's always been my focus. My my focus has always tried to get people to understand economics is the biggest thing that we have in the city. Right, 
And if we have economic at, interest. at least five international refineries, right? Five major refineries, that's just at the least, right? At least five yes. major refineries in here in this city. And, and and we can get a good ground and good establish on the jobs that we have. How in the heck is we going to go to other industries, right? People, I've heard people say we don't need. Well, let's go to other industries. Well, if we can't grab a hole, a foothold in this, the base, the the foundation of Port Arthur, right? How can we go in any other industry and try to get a hold of that if we can't get a hold of the refineries here? Right, right, right. And that's our issue. And, and you see, that is my biggest concern, Dave, because yes, sir. the Economic Development Corporation is the engine for this community for economics. Right. And the engine is, is stalled, man. Right. You know, the engine is stalled. It's not doing, it's nothing happening uh, uh, unless I've been under the rock, like people said, you know. Right, but exactly. there's nothing going on, man. And and I, you know, I'm not a political guy, you know. But you know, I think a lot of the problem come from, you know, the people you put on this board, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, you it's, know, the people you put on this board. You know, <laughs> uh, right now I'm just gonna speak straight, man. Right now, yeah, the please. director is running the organization. Right. I'm not not that not the the director is everything. Whatever you say, that's what goes. Right. There's no question to it. What he does, it whatever you decide, they is a rubber stamp, man. And and it shouldn't be like that. You have a you have a board of directors there to look at the organ the what's in the best interest of the organization, not what's in the best interest of individuals. Right. Right. And, yeah. And, and what's happening right now? That's not happening that way anymore, and I, I'm very concerned with that. You know, and all you know, the, it, you know, it goes back to you know, it goes back to who you put on this board, man, and the purpose of putting them on the board. You know, right. um, uh, you know, I, I, and I, you know, in my letter, I list the several concerns that I had that they just swept under the table. The people are gonna forget about it. It came out in the public, but the people forgot about it and just went away. And nobody dealt with those issues that was that some of them, in my opinion, it could be criminal. Right. And 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 before you get into that, I just want to uh, touch back on what you were saying. Right. It's the people that you put in on the board. Personally, I'm gonna take it a step forward. Right. And I'm gonna expand on that. It's not only the people that you put on the board, but it's the people that you put on council also because the board put people on the council, right? So, and it's, and, and, and it's my opinion that a lot of the times, like in my opinion, I've seen it from the school district, the city council, we're not, they, they use the board not to actually have difference of opinions, talk and conversate about it. They use the board as a shield for that hand-picked director, right? Whether if it's the Economic Development Center, whether it's the Pleasure Island, or where if it's other, um, other places, right? They use the board as a shield for the, um, for the director. And, and a lot of times the director, they're getting their information from someone else. So, 
that's all I wanted to touch that's, on. Go ahead. That, that's very. That's a very true statement, man. You know, it, 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 you know, economic development. There's a very thin line. You know, I got 17 years of experience in this thing, man. Yes, sir. There's a very thin line between economic development and community development. Right. But what's happening here in Port Arthur? It, they have forgot the community development and going to individual development. Right, the people getting and it sold doesn't out. Work that way. Yes, sir. The people being it, sold out, like I keep telling them. Go ahead, sir. It doesn't work that way, you know. And and, and and you got people being protected, right? You know, by those folks that that the council have put on these boards. Right. And I'm going to list you some of the things that I just noticed. You know. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, you know. In in the CEO contract, it specifically says he get he's allowed for his relocation, moving from where he was to here, to move his his household and to live until he moves his, his household. He could uh, they got ten thousand dollars up uh, he could spend. Well, the man not haven't moved here yet, but the ten thousand dollars have already been spent. Wow. So, you know? so you say and, and what a- has been spent on when you go back and you look at some of the receipts that was put in to uh, justify or, or, or draw down from that 10,000 had nothing to do with moving or living expense. Wow. Do you nothing. Have, do you have any examples of it off the top of your head? Oh, oh man. Look, yeah. Okay. I've seen places, I've seen invoices where. Guy was stopping to get food. I've seen invoice where guy went wash clothes. I've seen <laughs> invoices where it's it just it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. But the, the problem is, Dave, is nothing being said about it. Right, and, and this a, is all taxpayers' money, man. Right, right. This and is I'm, taxpayers' money. Exactly, and I'm glad you're stepping up and saying something about it, right? Because when I say it, I know it. But it only gives holds so much weight because nobody's on the inside they're saying, right? I can get all the information about it, but I'm glad people like you and, and other people on council are stepping out about different types of corruption, right? And this is my opinion, right? To me, what it looks like when you give a director $10,000 to go ahead and move and they don't have to use that for moving, right? I'm going to take that as kind of like a soft hand bribe, so to speak, right? That's my opinion, right? That is yes, sir. that is purely my opinion. Because if you have if you have a director that you, well, if you have a person, you're giving them money to go ahead on and use, right? And they're not using that for money and to move, and it's fine. You're using, you're misappropriating tax dollars, in my opinion, right? Because that money is specifically. It, it, it is certainly misappropriation of tax dollars. Right, right. But absolutely. nothing, you know, the board not saying nothing, the council, and everybody's aware of it. Everybody's nobody's aware saying of it. nothing about it. Right, right. You know, nobody's saying nothing about it. You just sweep it under the rug. Give you another deal, to, you know. Uh, one of the board evaluated the, the, the CEO. You know, the evaluation just was thrown away. Right, okay. And then he was reevaluated with an instrument that was never approved by the HR department. You know, what is going on, man? So, so let me What go is ahead. going on? So let me expound you on know? that a little bit. So the, the Well, 
he had he had a I'm assuming was it a negative evaluation at first? Yeah, a, a negative evaluation, unfavorable evaluation by that current board, and that that evaluation was threw under the table or pushed. I don't know where it's at, man. Right, and, I, but and I'm assuming they didn't, they didn't go along with that. Right, so I'm assuming and that was the majority of the board that evaluated him at that time. Oh, okay, at that and, time, okay. And, and, and then all of a sudden they reevaluated him. Right. Okay. You know, with yeah, another yeah. instrument. Right. You know, the, the excuse. Yeah, the excuse they had was, well, he didn't, he didn't see the instrument. Well, you you evaluate the person based upon their job performance. Right. Right. And yeah. the instrument is based upon the duties and responsibility of that job. Yeah, that doesn't make any yeah. sense to me because I don't know hey, any type of evaluation. They, none get, of this makes sense. <laughs> right, that's why. Right, that's why, yeah. man. Look at yeah, none of it makes I, sense. I am exactly. compelled to tell the people what's going on, man. Right, right. You right. know, it doesn't make sense. Here's another thing, man. The man yeah. just shut down the business part. Okay, what do you, you know, mean shut down the business? You know, we part? were averaging. We were, we were averaging two to three new business coming into our community. You know, and, and there have been business looking at our business. Now, nobody looking, man. Right. Because, you know, what I'm hearing, he said, well, you know, he got all the land sold. <laughs> man, oh. come on, man. Oh, so, so. Come on, man. Oh, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So you're saying the EDC's business park has been shut down. When you say shut down, I mean nobody can go over there and rent or buy land over there, right? Well, I tell you, in the last two years, nobody have bought land or nothing in that park. The last, there's one building going up in that business park, and that building, that building that's going up was a, a building way back when I was there, and the pandemic came around, and this construction was delayed, and now they're going forward. Other than that, there's nothing. Nothing, man. Okay, and, and let me get something this. Something is wrong. Let me get this straight because I'm, I'm, I'm tying it to something else. So you're saying that when the, the word that you've been getting, when people try to ask about the business park, they're stating that that it's been sold. Just the land has been sold, right? They are saying the land has been obligated. Wow, the obligated to something else. So that kind of, I, I've noticed since, you know, a few years ago, right, during the last council, they've been doing a lot of selling of the land in Port Arthur, but I'm going to digress on that. Uh, go ahead and continue, sir, my bad. Yeah, no, I, you know, it, 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 you know we got a grant for the, the old Port Arthur News building called the Press Building. Right. You know, we in there, we we, 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 we had the emergency management team in okay. there. We right. had... We had EDC had a spot in there. You had Lamar Culinary School. Had a, uh, we negotiated, and that that negotiation started prior to the current director. Yeah, with with Port Arthur Credit Union, but you know, the main portion of that building which should be operated by Port Arthur EDC, nothing is happening. Okay, so nothing. It, 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 the only thing that's all. Going on over there is you turn the lights on and turn it off, man. Okay, so when you say the main, the main portion of the press building, right? You mean that they're supposed to be leasing those buildings out of there? They should be leasing that okay. space okay. to 
small and expanding businesses. Okay, but the bank is you know, up but there's no there. activity. Okay. Yeah, there's no activity going on over there, man. Okay, the but only, like I said, the only thing happening is turning the lights on and off. Okay, but at that, but at that press building, uh, what's in there? The bank is in there, right? The bank is in there. Okay, but and you see, all that was done prior to right. the new director, man. And, and and what about Lamar? Is Lamar teaching out of there? Lamar got a culinary school there. Uh, they've been there since the beginning of okay. time. They're teaching students to cook there. You know, but all that was done prior to this new director. Right, but the other spots that were supposed to be leased out, that's what you're saying, that the EDC is not leasing them out, right? That's right. You know, wow. uh, my understanding, we have had Semper come by to lease space and other uh, expanded small business come there. And they told them, no, that that's not what they're going to do with it. Wow, and, and that's crazy because downtown is supposed to be, you're supposed to have, you're supposed to be, get, you know, selling, sell, downtown supposed to be the new hub. Because I remember we talking the it, last it, time. It will be the, it will be the new hub. Yeah, man. it will be, it the, will new be the new business hub. hub. But for some reason, um, the, the EDC don't want to do anything with their space. They have other plans for it. Well, he got other plans for it. Now, what's the plan? You know, yeah, let's talk about a plan, man. This yeah. guy came here a year ago, and, and, and he brought to this boy something about a high-level strategic plan. Yeah. And, and, you know, as of today, been working on it for over for the, since he's been here. As of today, nobody has seen a draft of it. Right. The boy doesn't even know what it contains. Right, you know something is wrong, man. Yes, sir. you know, and and, and, and I and I'm at, I'm saying this. That's why I'm I, I I put this article in the paper, and I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to the people. We the people have to do something about this. Yeah, yes, because sir. if we the people don't do anything, look here, man. Uh, we the people gonna be the losers. Yes, sir. Yes, we sir. the people gonna be the losers, you know. Uh, give you another example. EDC, we negotiate. We wrote a grant for with Lamar. We right. partnered with Lamar State College Port Arthur for the ITC building, Industrial Training Center, mm -hmm. the old Armory building. We got five point eight, five point nine million dollars from EDA, and we had to come up with a match. EDC put up a million dollar match yes. for that building. And the commitment that Lamar said was, well, we're gonna we're gonna have one hundred Port Arthur residents go through this thing for free because industry was training people for themselves in that building. Right. As of today, this happened three, four years ago, man. Yes. As of today. Not one port author person been enrolled in a program over there. Right. Is, is What's it, going on? Is the training center going on? Or is it yes, going sir. on? Oh, it's yes, going sir. on, but nobody from Port Arthur is being in there. No. Wow. You know, they will tell you well they will tell you the truck driving, but if you go back and you look at EDC agenda, you know, they amended the contract to get more money to pay for truck driving. Yes, yeah. EDC pay for truck drive, but we're talking about free. Right, right. Because the agreement that we had with Lamar was say 100 Port Arthur residents will be trained free. Right. Free. 
not at a cost to EDC, not at a cost to TWC, or not at a cost to industry, but free. Okay, who's supposed None to? None of this is happening, man. Okay, who's supposed to? None of this is happening. Who's supposed to be training for free? Lamar is supposed to be training for free. Right, Lamar had in the concept was industry going to train those people oh, okay. that they need for their job oh, in okay. that building on Lamar campus. Gotcha. So industry is supposed to be training people for free. I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Now, yeah, you provide us the building and we can use the building industry to train for free. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy, man. You know, it, you know, re, I went to one meeting, you know, I was I asked to go to one meeting and the lawyer came there and the lawyer came with some amendment to the bylaws, right. you know, and I, I, you know, these bylaws been in place and I'm not saying these are perfect bylaws, right. but, uh, you know, but they've been in place since 2000, I mean, 1995, 1996, been amended a couple of times, but now you got the lawyer and the CEO making recommendation on how to change all this. Wow. You know, and, 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 and I've seen some of the changes. And, I, you know, I went to the workshop, and I'm going to say this. At the workshop, not one board member asks a question. Every question asked of the lawyer to the lawyer was myself. Right. So Councilman Lewis was there. Councilman Lewis asked a question. But the board member that said, two board members said something. One of them said, you did a fine job. The other one said, will you give me a copy of those changes? But it was no recommendation from the board who governs this organization. Right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something like, wrong there, man. Yes. Yeah, like I was saying, they're yeah. letting somebody else dictate to what's going on. And the board is just cover. They some attaboys, pretty much saying, yeah, you're doing a good job. The CEO doing right. Hey, you know, you're doing yeah. a good job. Basically to protect the man. Well, well, you know, I hate to use the term, you know, uh, block vote, but he got his vote. So he just bring his agenda right. and his vote is going to vote the way you want it. Right. Same thing like here with the yeah. uh, city council. You know, right. You one ahead. of the other thing, one of the other thing I, I wrote in the thing, it was, you know, his contract that he entered into with EDC and that was signed by the council, agreed by the council, that he had to be a resident of Port Arthur yeah. in nine months. Right. Guy's still not a resident of Port Arthur. So let's stop. But on. nothing is being done about that. Let's stop on right there. So you have all these people, right, that say they love Port Arthur, Port Arthur this and Port Arthur that. They claim all of this stuff. But they allow the council, right, the council pick board members to go on the EDC board and let them have a director that does not have to live in the city of Port Arthur. How are you going to look out for the city when you don't have to live here? So you don't you don't have no stake in the game. You live in Needland, wherever you want to live, but you're over to EDC in Port Arthur. They gave you $10,000 to go ahead and move to Port Arthur. But you didn't move to Port That's Arthur. You stayed in Neyland or moved to Neyland, wherever, where you don't have to come here. So what good decisions are you going to do if you do not live in Port Arthur and not held to live in Port Arthur? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, and nobody nobody asking these questions, nobody giving. 
you know, that deal is let's just keep it quiet and they'll go away. You know, and and, 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 and they are right. They just keep it quiet because if the people don't get involved, man, <laughs> it's going to go away. Nobody's saying nothing. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Dave, that's why I feel very compelled because I put a lot of time in this thing. Right. I had a lot of good board members that worked very hard. I had a lot of council people that worked very hard to try to make this. We were number, we were the top of the state, man. Yeah. You know, the state would call us. Yes, sir. And what, to see gonna, what we were doing. And they're going to take the, cre <laughs> the credit for the stuff that you did and any problems they caused, they're going to blame it on you. Well, it's not about the credit, Dave. Right, it's right. Just I understand. It's all about the community. It's all about the community, man. Right, right. But that's how, you know, they, yeah, yeah, that's how they lie. I understand. I understand fully. You know, it's yeah. not about credit. Yeah. There's a lot of criminal yeah. things that are getting done over here, a lot of criminal actions. And, and I understand exactly where you're coming from, but I was just putting into perspective of what yes, they sir. do, what yes, they sir. do on the board, on the council. Oh, I understand. Yes, Look, sir. All this criminal stuff getting being done, that's just you talking about on EDC. I'm talking about the city council. They have issues over there in the Pleasure Island. It's a lot of corruption going on over here, and especially with all this real estate being sold. That's, 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 that's kind of like a RICO right there. That's some violation. But anyway, I digress. Go ahead on, sir. Yeah, yeah, and the, the other thing I was very alarmed, very, very alarmed, is that this board accepted and went to the council, and the council accepted a budget from EDC from, for $8.3 million. Wow. I was there for 17 years, man, and the average budget was $5.2, $5.3 million. Wow. We're talking about $3 million more than what we normally spend. And remember, when I was there, and I'm not saying I, you know, but, you know, we, we brought in business, we built roads, we construct, you know, we built that business park right, with 5.3. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he got 8.3, but he doesn't have a plan on how he's going to spend this money. Exactly. It's just money. It's just, like, it's like you just said, money, man. It's a blank check. The board is it's not a blank check. The board is not holding the new EDC director to any type of guidelines. They want to be able to use the money as they figure, so they're not doing the proper budget. No, no. That's $3 million more than the average. The best, and look here, man, we used to have some bang-up years at EDC. Right. And what is he going to do with all this money, man? And that should have been you brought know, to council. You, know, you hear about a balanced budget. Right. A balanced budget, it says when you make the budget, you should have a project to spend that money on. But he, they cannot tell you what those projects are. Right. Because they don't have any. It's just money. Yeah, so they and we're can, talking about the people money, man, the people's money. Right, and they probably have an idea. I'm just speculating now. They probably have an idea of what they want to do with it, but they don't want to let the citizens know, right? Just like you see on council, if anybody asks questions about, hey, you seem to be doing using the credit card wrong. Hey, y'all paying a lot of money for some foods. They try to suppress the citizens suppress the voice going out there 
And just like you say, the citizens have to do something in order to stop this. Citizens need to yep. know the severity. The citizens have to do something, Dave. Right, the severity. You know, this, this guy, man, the citizens have to do something. This guy, when he first got here, less than four months on the job, he goes to the council and says, look here, I want to cut my own checks. How can you cut your own checks when you don't know your books? Right, yeah, I remember he you said. He control yeah. of the money, man. I you know, that. you, you got mm-hmm. to be very careful, and I'm trying to be very careful. This guy want to control how this money is being spent. Right, right, yeah. But yet, right. he, you know, he, he said, you know, the, the, the city, we need to control and cut our own checks. That means that I don't need you in my business no more, counsel. Right, I don't yeah. need you to check no check and balance anymore. I'll do all that. Right, you know, right. And, and the favorite word the guy was trying to say, I've heard him say several times when I watched that council meeting, I'm trying to fix this thing. Yeah. I kept, kept wondering, what was he trying to fix? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, see, see look, th- th- that that's exactly what I'm, that's what I was alluding to, right? I know, look, I know it ain't about credit, but that's what they're going to try to do. That's these clowns' playbook. They're going to say somebody before them didn't do a good job, right? They're going to say, hey, we're trying to fix this or whatnot. Or if it was somebody they like, they'll say, well, we can't blame nobody like the streets has been here 20 or 30 something years or whatever, right? But they right. always had an issue. Um, I noticed they had an issue with you, right? Because you always was a straight shooter. You always wanted to do things by the book. So I noticed when you, I'm by the book, man, yeah, I'm by the book. And I know they did what they tried to do to try to keep you off of the EDC. So you wouldn't find out all of these illegal maneuvers that they're doing on the EDC. Right. So just like when they're getting when they're trying to remove somebody and they're trying to be a crook, they'll try to gang up and try to say, hey, we're trying to fix this. And they tell the new city, the um, the um. The, the CEO director, right? They're going to tell him, hey, blame it on the old person. Say you're trying to fix it so it can look like, you know, you need the, you need to have all of this money that to do a big shift in order to fix something that's something that's not broken. That's why I was looking yeah. to that. They're going to try to take the credit for everything and try to blame you for anything that they do wrong or, you know, whatever, right? Because that's what it's all about. All of this stuff is a gimmick to make themselves look good, right? Just like going on these trips. It's like a big, it's a big clown fashion show, right? They want to look like they're doing something for the city. And in fact, they're doing absolutely nothing and actually hurting the city, as a matter of fact. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, they... You know, my biggest concern is what is happening to the ZDC, man. Yeah. You know, and it didn't take long. You know, it did not take long, man. You know, I got former board members that call me, man, and say, what is going on? Yeah. They work hard. We work hard to build that organization. We had partners. We had partners with all the taxing entities and, and everybody in the community. I'll tell you now, straight up, I got more clients than EDC have now. You know, I do consultant work. 
Right. I got more clients coming to me than got they got going to EDC because there's nobody to answer their questions, right. nobody to help and guide them through this deal. You know, I want to say this, man. The council, it goes back five, six years ago. The council made some very good decisions. They went out there for bonds and they went out there to try to fix the streets. Uh, you know, and I, I know these people are very dedicated to what they're trying to get done, fix the streets, fix the training, yeah. improve the quality of life. They've been doing a great job with this thing. But, you know, we could have the all streets paved with gold, all the water running real clear. But if we can't grow our city, then what are we? Nothing. Exactly. You have. <clears throat> and, and the, but the key to the city, the growth of the city, is economic development, and there's Absolutely. none here. None. Absolutely. I'm not saying there's any. There's none. Exactly. And I'm what I'm saying, right, is that there was an article that Port Arthur, Texas, was the second worst city in the country. If I'm not mistaken, right. yeah, it was. There was the country because I remember it was the country. Yeah. And mainly the largest part of that was the economics of the city, right? Because it had a high poverty rate. Money economics is the key to a city. But you have economics. Yeah, go ahead. That's right. Yeah, economics is the key. Economic is the engine of the city, man. Right. You know, without economic, how can you grow it? And then you know, we have to grab the base, the foundation of Port Arthur's economics that is all in gas. That's these refinery jobs and these construction jobs to, to support that. Man, with all of this uh, engineering stuff from, not engineering, this expansion from Motiva, Valero, um, the uh, LNG, Sabine Pass, it could drastically Drop the uh, the poverty rate here, man. If you had an actual <laughs> cradle to the grave training program, kept that That's stuff right. in house, Port Arthur could be booming. But I need people well, to we understand. Have, we have yeah. a, we have a, EDC put in a national known, and we was awarded by the International Economic Development Corporation for our first source referral program that we put in. I remember that. I remember that. But but it's not working. It's not working. Because, you know, before, the the council always had problems with industry because they were just getting a report from industry side. They didn't know nothing from the community side. Well, when EDC stepped up, EDC said, well, we got to do the referral. Yeah. And we're going to make the referral to you. And we're going to give you a list to put all the folks that is qualified. And we entered into an agreement with the, the state of Texas uh, employment office where they gave us a database. We had the same database at EDC Port Arthur that the state of Texas had, but our database consists of only Port Arthur residents. Right. And when a guy needed if a guy needed a carpenter, we could go into that system and say, here's all the carpenter, here's how many years of experience, and we would make the referral. And, and when we would, send, we would send the referral to the contractor, the contractor had to t- send it back to us, telling us exactly what 
happened with that person. Did they harm? Did they not harm? And we were able to give the council a report on what was going on. None of that's happening anymore. Then the other thing we did, you know, the law, the law, the rules said right. uh, we couldn't train somebody for a job. Well, we went to the state tax legislators. Yeah. And we asked the state legislators, say, look here, guy, this is Port Arthur, Texas. How can a person get a job if they're not trained for the job? Right. So we changed the law. We right. changed the law so that we right. could train people to get those jobs. And all this stuff was working for us, but now it's non-existent, man. It's non-existent. What have happened to the Economic Development Corporation? You That's know, crazy. we as a community... And a resident of this community need to begin asking ourselves, what have happened to this organization? Yeah, man, it, it, it is absolutely crazy. Again, citizens, you need to see the dire, the, the, the dire situation that we're in in Port Arthur, right? We have all of these crooks. Well, before I get in there, who, who is the, who is the board um, president uh, I think Mr. Anderson, Daryl Anderson. Okay, and and he's a pastor, right? Yeah, he pastor too. Okay, okay, okay. So we have all of these people, right, in Port Arthur that's not doing well. Well, I, 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 I'm gonna go ahead and get into that commentary after when I talk to you. I'm gonna throw my own my own little English on it whenever we get when you know whenever we in this call. But yeah, man, you, you're absolutely right. You know. You have, and, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say this too, right? I believe, right, when you have these refineries giving money to, when you have these refineries giving money to the city for signs on Pleasure Island, for certain little things, and heck, we'll ask them, like we was in a backwards contract with Motiva for the health department, right? How? We tell them that we're going to be out by such a date. If we're not out, first we go ask them for like, uh, I forgot, a 90 or 90-something thousand for a new AC for the health department. And then we're going to ask them, hey, we, we, can't, we can't move out by the time that we said that we're going to move out. So we're supposed to pay you rent. And then from what the city manager was saying, that we haven't, they haven't charged us for rent. So... Whenever we're in those backward type of converse, uh, contracts, right, where we owe industry for some land we didn't sold them, and whenever you have other um, refiners giving money to the city, understand, right, when they're giving yes. us money, they want something in return for their money, they right? They want something in return. They want right. something in return. So how can your council member fight and advocate for you for a job That'll bring you out of poverty, right? Because I'm telling you, those process operator jobs is the easiest way, the easiest way, the easiest way for somebody to do 20 years and retire with a million dollars. That's the easiest That's way. Right. And you don't have to have a doggone college degree to get in there most of the time. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and the thing about it, you know, Dave, uh, I don't know, man, it was the right way to say it is 
they not focus on the people they are still focused on individual uh you know and, and that is the that that is the problem right now you know that is our problem right now yeah. the, the the board the board members you know some of these guys board members i serve they serve under when i was there and i serve under them you know and i cannot understand the decisions they make and knowing they know it's wrong right, but they continue right. to make those same bad decisions and for what reason yeah. for what reason yeah. yeah yeah they know what we have done that organization has done for this community in the past and, and but yet they just as wrong as the council who appointed them because they're just carrying out their wishes too yeah yeah, man. I don't. You know, go ahead. You know, they, they, you know, they call us. The thing we have to do is, and and you know, I I got to speak from economic development side of this thing. Yes, is sir. We can't let this city sink. The city by the sea sink because it is sinking. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you go back. I came to EDC in 2005, and if you recall, in 2005, you had Motiva had just announced a seven, eight billion dollar expansion. I'm not sure what the dollar was, right. and and you had the council saying, "Oh, this is gonna make this city this, and this is gonna make this city that." Right, and yeah. Motiva came here, and they built the largest refinery in North America. And when they left here, we were just as poor or poorer than we were before yeah. they started with yeah. all that money. Right. And, and here we got a second chance. 20 years later, 20 years later, we have another opportunity to do it seven times as big as it was in 2005. And I'm telling you guys, if we miss this opportunity this time, it's going to, a lot of us will not see the next opportunity. Right. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and that's why I said our problem is management and leadership. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Management and leadership. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and how we change it, I don't know. Right. I don't know. You know, uh, you know we got to have, do, the city is bleeding, man. Yeah. I, the I, city I is bleeding, and, 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 and you know it's like you said, Dave. You know we have an influx of low-income people that come here, but there's some opp some great opportunities, man. Some yeah. great opportunities yes. to take these people if they're not a a, a a process operator, if they are a, a, a scaffold builder or a welder yes. or a carpenter, yes. they could still make seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. Oh yes, easy. Make it easy. easy. A lot of supporting jobs, and it's not even just regular crap. And, and, right? and what it does, and what it does, it changes our community because it changes a whole lot of things. It changes our crime rate. It changes a lot of other things. You know, it, it makes our city a better city because we now have. Tax-paying people. Look, uh, look. Tax people pay taxes. And let me hold you right there, right? And you said a, a very important thing, right? I told the chief one time, look, 
everybody going around this crazy, right? Everybody going this wrong, and most law enforcement people know this. The biggest indicator of crime is economics, right? You have high poverty rate, then you have high crime. If you have a low poverty rate, you have low crime. Because a lot of times these uh, crime is poverty-based. Now, there's been studies Mm -hmm. done on this, man. This is not nothing I'm just making up. It's studies. Studies. That's the art of criminology, so to speak. Studies been done on the relationship of crime and economics. This is nothing new, but nobody talks about the economic issue. Nobody wants to make a commitment to it. All these council members and pastors act like we crazy. They just want to go to these apartments and pray for their apartments. Several times they have these big church revivals talking about stop the violence. All of this has done nothing to help the crime rate. But when you have something that has studies behind it, right, the, 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 yeah. the, the relationship between crime and poverty, crime and education, everybody plays a damn fool. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dave, I'm going to say this, man. Uh, you know, we got we to gotta get involved. There's a lot of wonderful things that is happening in our community. Yet we're stuck in the mud right now. Yeah. And we, we got to, you, you, if you look at, you, 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 you look at just right across the river bridge at the city of Orange, they got a, 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 a expansion going over there. Yeah, and yeah, I've seen it. What you see there, man, you see new roads being built, new homes being mm, built. Yeah, yeah. New communities, more community involvement, man. And, and and all that comes from the leadership, right? Absolutely. It comes, you know, it comes from the leadership, and and, and, and the biggest, and I, from my opinion, now the biggest problem we have is, it's like anything else, man. You and your wife. What's the most important thing? Trust. Yeah. Yes, right? sir. Trust and relationship. We don't have the. Industry don't have the trust and the relationship with our government body because they could do a whole lot more than what they're doing. Right. They're giving us peanuts, man. They're giving us peanuts. But they know whatever they give us, it's not going back to the community. Right. (laughs) It's going to individual. You know, man, I, I commend these people who serve as council people. Uh, I, I, I truly believe that uh, they're good public servants, but, but you know, it, it's just a lack of leadership and management skills that you just don't have. Right, right, right. Yes, sir. You know, and, and, and I'm not being critical of them. It's just we got to change this, man, because, like I said, from 2005 to 2023, that's when we got, 2005, we got the big thing with Motiva. Now, 2020, 2023, we got all these LNGs. We got a big spindle top right here. Yeah. And we man, got to yeah. take advantage of it, man. Yes, yes, yes. We got to take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I've learned is there's only one thing you could do with money. 
is spend it. <laughs> yeah, That's the absolutely. only thing you could do with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and if we can give that hundred folks that EDC has set aside to be trained, training to get a hundred thousand dollars a year job, they're gonna buy homes, they're gonna buy cars, they're gonna eat at our restaurant, they're gonna do everything that everybody else does. And and then I'm glad I'm kind of you made me think about something, right? When you said all the thing we can do with money is spend it, right? And and, and that kind of and that kind of brought me to this. The way how all of this expansion is going on, right? Port Arthur could be another black Wall Street, right? It could be a oh well, yes, sir. It could be a black well, it could be to be politically a multicultural Wall Street. But you know what I'm That's saying, right? right? Majority of yes, the citizens sir. here are black, and black folk usually have the most economic blight within a metropolitan, right? For numerous reasons, right? So this is a way, this could be a way if we had some leaders that had a pair that would do something for the citizens, right? So this could be another black Wall Street, right? This could be a multicultural Wall Street, if you don't like me saying black Wall Street. There's no yeah. doubt in my mind. Within the next seven years, is so much money going to be in this thing. It's so much money, man, you could gra- just go outside and grab it in the air. There's a lot of money in this town <laughs> yeah. right now. And that's coming from the economic specialists. And that's coming from the economic specialists. And the thing is, right, what I need the citizens of Port Arthur to understand, the only way for Port Arthur to rise it's for everybody to rise, right? Not just one it's council for everybody member. everybody to rise. Not a council That's member, right. not an EDC board member, not a Pleasure Island person, you know. We need everybody to, to rise, and you have to understand it's enough money for everybody to yes, rise. Sir. But you but, have some crooked council leadership. I'm going to say leadership, but I'm going to go directly who I'm talking about after I get off the thing with you, right? You have crooked yes, leadership. They want to take a little bit of the money, but not give the citizens none of it, right? And when you do that, that puts everybody in a negative because you give them the power, right? When we are citizens, we're supposed to have the power, and we could have the power if we was all, if you had people diligently fighting there from the commissioner on down the fight to have people in those plants. Now, you can't tell me everybody is that stupid. Know that we have a poverty issue, but nobody is saying nothing about it. They want to get you drunk, high. They want you to have church all the time. They want you to go to a class reunions all the time. They want you to get inebriated. They don't have no problem with that. But when you're talking about career-changing money, life-changing money, Money where you can go ahead and open up your own shops, right? You can get money That's from right. you can get money from Motiva. Say you have the man of the house working at Motiva. You can have your wife over here open up her own business. You can have another Edith. You can have another blue. You can have another have another uh, the daiquiri shop over there. See, you can right. do those things when you have economics, because the economics it can fuel your whole economy for the whole city or neighborhood. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and you, you, you're saying it right. You know, until we become more community oriented, 
until our, let, me, let me repeat until our governing bodies become more community oriented you know and, you know and i see the council work very hard like i said earlier in trying to fix the, the, the streets and trying to fix fix the water lines and and trying to give us a better quality of life in our parks but we got to deal with the economic side of people also that's how people are uplifted through economics not by fixing the streets which have to be fixed the drainage which have to be taken care of but we have a hell of an opportunity right now to change the lives of a lot of young people right for a long time to come yes sir long and, and like you said earlier man it is not about a kid that has got a college degree it's about that kid that got out of high school and went to get a trade. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and, you know? and and some of these process jobs is on the job training. They give you a test, That's make right. sure you can pass That's the right. you have the mechanical aptitude to do the job. Once you find out to have the mechanical aptitude to do the job, then they can train you That's on the right. doggone job. Yeah, you know, I'll give you an example, man. We yes, brought sir. a company in this town, this community called Robogistics. Mm -hmm. uh, they they build computers, right. uh, you know, robots, ro robots rather. And we built their workforce with kids from Memorial High School. Yeah, because we went into Memorial High School and we look at all the skill set that these people needed. They needed Memorial High School had. A machine shop. They had a welding shop. They had an auto body shop. You know, they had a computer lab shop. So we took those kids with those skills and move them from school to work. And today, I remember one kid. You know, he was making so much money, got a car, wrecked the car, got him another car. But you know, this kid is set for the rest of his life because now he have a trade where he can go to work for anybody now. Right. Anybody, right, and and, and and those are some of the things, as former director of EDC, that I don't see happening anymore. Yeah. I don't see happening anymore. You know, I I, I recall myself and Councilman Doucette and Councilman Scott. They came up to Austin with me when we were fighting to train kids, train these people, yeah. and, and the state legislators. Man, we had a we had a hell of a time trying to get them to change the law. Right, right. And the TEDC went against us because they, you know, and I understand anytime you change the law, you dilute the law. Right. But we had to look at what we was dealing with here in Port Arthur, Texas. Mm -hmm. And the legislators, both the Senate and the House, they passed the bill where we could train these people. And we start training folks, man. A lot of folks. I'll, I'll give you that. You know, when Semper came on, uh, you know, I would. I had a meeting once a month with Becco. Yeah. You know, when Golden Pass came on, we had a meeting once a month with Zachary, and it was all about putting people to work. None of that is going on anymore, man. Yeah. And how? What other way can you change an individual life than putting money in his pocket or her pocket? Right. You could change their lives, man. Yeah. Especially the money we're talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Yes, you know, and, and it's not happening. And, and, and I'm very concerned and alarmed about this right. because I see nothing happening. You know, the focus now, what I see is changing the bylaws, changing the contract for the CEO, you know. Yeah, so they can manipulate it. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do, yeah. It's, it, it's nothing about what can we do to make the people provide them a better quality of life. Right. That's not, it's not there anymore. And I'm very concerned about that. I am very concerned about that, man. Yeah. You know, uh, when you change people's lives, it changes the community. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. As I said earlier, you, you make them working people, you make them taxpayers, and, 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 and we feel better when we have money. Oh, absolutely. We feel better. We have a whole different swag. You can't. That's yeah, right. Let, let, let me let me jump around. I'm glad you said that. When we have money, we have a type of independence about ourselves, right? You can't tell us. We're, we're more willing to fight. We're That's more right. willing to fight, to stand about our morals when we have money, right? When we don't yes, have money, that's when we are more susceptible to being slaves. That's when we're more that's acceptable right. to doing anything for a dollar. Be on the side that's of the corner right. prostituting ourselves figuratively and literally, like literally, literally, right? So that's why right. having economics is the most important thing in this doggone world, tell you the truth, because that's- without the economics, we we really have our way to live, and and, and the thing the the, the the issue I have, David, and that's why I'm at I wanted to talking to you and hoping some the listeners hear me. Oh yeah, is, yeah. it's not gonna be forever that this opportunity is gonna be here. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. You know the pendulum swings so long, and then it starts. You know, it 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 it, it, it comes to a stop. So we, we as a community have to take advantage of the opportunities that is being presented to us. You know, let me tell you, my friend, relationship is the most important thing that we could have with any person. You and your wife, if y'all had no relationship, y'all wouldn't be together. Right. And, 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 and you know, I'm not speaking against the, the current CEO. It's just that he has not developed that relationship with industry where in, industry began to trust that you're going to do the best for him yeah. and he's going to do for you. Yeah, the council talking to him, right? <laughs> yeah, the council yeah. dictating it's the same, exactly. You know, I'm saying EDC, but it's the same thing. Of the same, it's same, It applies to the council also. Right, right. You yeah. know, it, it's relationship mm-hmm. and trust. Right. Tell you us. Know, yeah, I seen something on your letter. Tell us about this uh, needling council. What happened over there, or what you heard well, from over there? Well, you know, I do some. I did some work in the city of Needland, and you know, this. You know, one gentleman came up there, and he was talking about the trash. And first thing he said was, "Well, put the trash in Port Arthur," and that came out on public news, man. But nobody said nothing about this. That alarms me. Oh, that came out in the that news. That alarms me. Oh yeah, man. Oh, oh, it was, it was okay. about six, seven, eight months ago. Okay, a while you know, ago. Okay, nobody, okay. okay. Gotcha. Yeah, nobody said nothing about it. You know, and, and you know, let me, let me, let me. Since you said the neighboring city, man, let me tell you something. Yeah. 
there's a an organization called Ready. You know, it's an organization of economic developers in Jefferson, Orange, and Hardin County. And that organization meet and they talk about what's going on here and what's going on there and they try to coordinate things together. But you know, for seventeen years while I was there, everybody from all these other communities, the envious Fort Arthur because yeah. of the things that we were doing for our community. Right, right. And now we're the laughing stock of it. Yes. Because yeah. we're doing nothing, man. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And literally, I'm going to tell you, we are doing nothing. We are so busy writing a strategic plan for a whole year yeah. and nobody <laughs> knows the plan. Right. Nobody knows the plan. You know, the city have a plan. And within the city plan, it says these are the things that EDC going to do. You know, EDC have goals and objectives to accomplish in meeting the city goals or the city plans, rather. But they, it, it just baffled me what's going on, man. And yeah. nobody's saying nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's saying, let me tell you, man, God has blessed me. Mm -hmm. God has blessed me. I've chosen to stay here in Fort Arthur. At one time, I thought about leaving this town, but I said, I'm going to stay here because right. it's a good community, good people, but we have a lack of leadership, man. We have a lack of leadership, and we have to have some way, somehow, we're going to have to, I don't know how we're going to change it, man. It, the people got to want to change it. Though. The people have to want to change it, yeah. you know? Yes, sir. Uh, and, 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 and um, you know, I don't know. It's it just, it just that it baffled me to look at what's going on. And, and, and I, I don't want to say the things I've done but I worked in this organization. I know what the, I know the potentials of what this organization could do for a community, and I don't see any any of it happening. None of it happening, man. Look, look, look. I I, I, and, I understand. And, and, I, I understand. You don't like to say what you've done, but you need to let people know what you've done so they can know how serious it is. You know what I'm saying? Because some if you don't write your own story. Somebody else will. And you know these yeah. crooks, if they're willing to still do all this illegal type stuff on there, they're going to make you out the criminal. And then later on you'll be trying to tell your story where, heck, nobody don't believe you then. So you need to tell it so where it can be like a documented process of what's going on because these they're a lie. Because, no, I'm going to give you a better reason. You need to tell your story. Because these crooks are going to lie and take credit for it. And when they do that, the people will be lulled to believing that they're doing something good when they're actually destroying the city. So that's why we yep. need you to tell it because we need you to say what you did because they're going to still keep this blight in in the city and tell Port Arthur they didn't did what you did. And then, and then it's going to perpetuate the same thing. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. don't take yeah, it I as mean, you you 
you blowing your own horn. No, you need to tell this for the betterment of the people because these crooks are going to ex- absorb everything you've done, say that you did it bad, while you going while they're going to lull the citizens to sleep, right? Okay, well, they must be doing a good job. Then they're going to keep stealing from the people again, and then we're going to, we ain't going to stop it because people needs to know who's doing what. They need to know people who's doing a good job and people who's not doing a good job. And, and, and I agree. I, and, yeah, you know, and, and you and I have had that discussion before, Dave, but I yeah. am who I am, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I like to end this thing and say, you know, there's a bleed in this community, man, and we, the people, got to stop it. And the only way we're going to stop this thing is, I think, by telling the story. You know, we got to get more involved in this stuff and expose some of the things that's going on. Yes, sir. Oh, but, I'm, you know, I'm with you on that. You know, you know the, the thing, this opportunity that we have, Dave, I don't know if you've been to Sabine Pass lately, man. Yeah, I have. I have. But well, you see what's going on over there, right? Yes, sir. There's, there's billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars going on over that, that way, man. A lot of money. Yes, sir. A lot of money, man. And, and we have to stop this bleed, man. And the bleed is from our leadership, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Our leadership. But, you know, the people, the people have to get more involved if they want better. You know, we just yeah. sit back like most of us do and just watch it and thank you for the things that you do, Dave. But it if we just do like most of the people, including myself, just sit back and say, well, it, it's Port Arthur. It's, it's going to always be, always just Port Arthur. Yeah. But it could be better, man. It could right. be better. I, I tell we you have the to truth, take advantage of it. I tell you the truth, we could easily take it back. It, it's the easy thing to do. Just citizens got to be involved. The people got to be involved. People have to know the what they're looking at. Yeah. They just have to be involved, you know. I can't just be doing this, you know, to blowing my own horn or whatnot forever, you know. I can give, yeah. and then when I get off with you, I'm going to give the people direct action on what they need to do. I'm going to give yeah. them direct action. From here on out, I'm going to give them specific actions they need to do. I'm going to be reminding people, talk to these different law enforcement people, talk to these, talk to that. Even if they ignore you, keep turning them down. And I'm gonna go. Down, I'm gonna find new places to call. I'm gonna find yep. new places. And look, and I look. These people are in so deep. There's a criminal enterprise going on, right? You have yes, sir. You have a criminal enterprise with the EDC by itself, right? Just by yes, itself. Sir. You have. Some suspected criminal enterprise going on with the Pleasure Island Commission, because just like the EDC, council has conspired to delegitimize the boards on each department. Right, the commission yes. in the in the island and the EDC board yes. over there where you at, right? So they yes, can sir. grab a hold of their money. Both commissions. I remember. Yep. I remember this back when. 
Bob Williams was on there. I remember they was talking about using the money from the EDC. I remember it like it was yesterday. So you have you have councils, right? Drain delegitimizing the board so they won't have that independent voice. So now they can drain the money from the city, right? So you have some issues, in my opinion, with these black pastors. You have these black pastors heading different little schemes, heading different little different little operations, so to speak, right? You have that going mm-hmm. on. And you have another criminal enterprise going on with the real estate. They chopping up yep. and you have different people in the grants department that's related to the uh, a council member that's related to uh, uh, um, a, a property company that's voting on actual conflict and interest and in, in having a developer give to give a developer federal money to buy the apartment from them. So, and then heck, you had the the uh, uh, the same council member, right? One of the positions of council member, when when they were kind of in the limelight, they was getting money. The person's wife was getting money to run a nonprofit, straight conflict of interest, yeah. right? And in the name of yeah. running a STEM organization, right? So you had person as a council member, it, they made decisions on the refinery, refinery contracts, where the refinery was giving that person's wife money in a nonprofit, and and, and, they, and they was using it in the name of a STEM, all out in yeah. the open. That is a racket. Yeah. That is RICO violence, yeah. federal RICO violation charges, man. There's a lot of things yeah. going on with this city, but I'm going to give citizens an actual plan on how to go ahead and do this. Now, I'm going to keep doing it because politics, you know, you have to be in politics till I die. I'm, you have to fight for the well-being of the city till you die. You can't do it for two years and stop as a citizen, right? So, you know, I'm going right. to be trying to fight this fight until I die. Whether it change or not, that's just what I'm going to be doing, you know? So I'm going to go ahead and give my rant. If is there anything else you want to go ahead and give, it was a pleasure having you and hope to have you again, sir. Well, I, I just like to say the first thing I, I, I certainly appreciate you taking the time, listening to my concerns. Uh, and they are concerns, you know, and I, you know, I heard everything you say, and everything you said, that's, the, I call it the bleed in this community the bleed. that we have <laughs> to fix. And, 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 and I, the only people that are going to fix this bleed is the people. You know, so we got to get more people involved involved in, 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 in stopping this bleed. You know, one thing, you know, I heard Councilman Lewis say one time, uh, a, 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 a crook not gonna rob you if you're looking at him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of them do it. Some of them do it. Why look? Yeah, they used to be back in the days, but now some of them do. But yeah, go ahead. I, I, shoot, I know what you mean. But, go ahead. And, and, and I, I think, I think if we begin to 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 participate in the governing process, go on, just go and sit down there, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be oh, difficult yeah. for. A cook. It's going to be difficult for a crook to take from you when you're looking at exactly, it. exactly. And then when you, you can hold them accountable, because they, you can see them right now. They're going on the news talking about these, the 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 social media. They crying about social media. They think the council members are 
or employees. They're trying to censor what they're saying. It's crazy. You're absolutely right. Social media has been a game changer in how we can how we can uh, watch yes, these sir. council members, but we need to take action with that too. Yes, yes. Well, thank you again, Dave, and I appreciate you everything that you do for this city. Uh, you know, I, I just you know I love this town. I, I see the opportunity in this town, and, and you know I'm, I you know you heard me say it before. I'm a social worker by trade, and you know I, I spent 24 years with the workforce system, and and in the workforce system I learned, you know, if we could change people's lives, man, God bless us a thousand times. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, man. Yes, sir. I do appreciate it. and come again, sir. All right, Dave. Thank you again. Yes, sir. Bye now. All right. Bye bye. Now, I'm about to go ahead and get into my rant, right? I'm going to be a little bit more real with it because I know Mr. Baptiste, you know, he's a good guy. He fights, but he don't really get down and dirty like I am, right? And and in order for me to act, and for order for us to actually change this city, we got to get down and dirty with these goddamn dogs, right? Dogs is exactly what they are on council. Because like I've been telling you before, these son of a dogs, son of a female dogs been selling you out. They've been selling you out and they don't give a damn about you. And most of these dogs, low down dirty dogs, is nothing but goddamn black freaking pastors, right? These black freaking sellout dirty dog pastors, right? These son of a dogs are the ones that actually take your take your belief in a higher being, right? Take your belief in the goddamn Lord, right? Take your belief in Jesus, Yahweh, Yeshua, Elohim, whatever you want to call Jesus, God, the Trinity, whatever you want to call them, these dirty son of a bitches, goddamn take your love for it and screw you over. They piss on your leg and tell you it's goddamn rain, right? You have, you have, uh, some uh, what I look, what I call it with, three doggone criminal enterprises here in Port Arthur that I can you know recollect right now. One of them, like I said in the post, right? You have these doggone black pastors. It's like these black pastors are heading some some kind of crooked scheme, right? You got the pastors. Oh, all of this is my opinion, and all of this is allegedly, right? You have the pastors like doggone Frank and Barty. You know they doggone crooked, right, you, you, in my opinion, right? You already know that. You already know the stories of them and their churches getting kicked out on the JP, beating the crap out them kids. You know you heard the allegations of Barty. They call him small fee Barty because he, cause he shake, they, shake the high school kids' pockets, right? But then you have that that doggone clown that you have as a superintendent, go ahead and put him back in there with the schools after he was abusing the goddamn kids, right? Now, at the time of their first election, he was the better choice than doggone Freeman, right? I, I have to say that at that time. But what we known, he called back to being a crook, right? In my opinion, we should have went ahead and either recall him or definitely not had re-elected the, the doggone crook, right? So you have these doggone 
passes. We already shown you how goddamn retarded Barty is. You already seen him like he losing his goddamn mind. I done put them clips out of there. And before he was actually on the council, I didn't put the video up. That way he didn't sold black folks out. He didn't went to the Port Arthur doggone news and they asked him about his transgressions over there with the JP and his other previous elected positions. And he said, black people, African-American, you can see I'm African-American descent. Other people, they took me for a joke. And I kind of react how somebody you act coming from the hood. Clown-ass mother, uh, Mickey freaking ninja, right? Clown-ass ninja. Fool went on a white person, the hogan show, started telling the white person that the problem with him being kicked out, disbarred for life as a doggone JP was black folk, doggone problem, right? You have them two up in there, right? So now you have um, what what you just heard the EDC director say, say the, the EDC guy is what um, the president is Anderson, right? He a doggone pastor, right? Now, he really wasn't on my radar. I heard supposedly he's supposed to told somebody that, hey, you know, don't hang around David Jones and this some kind of crazy type crap like that, right? So I didn't really think of him like back then. You know, I thought he was just dumb like a lot of other some of these people are. But now I'm seeing they put him in the position when the position of kind of ushering some stuff, right? Well, you heard it right there. Mr. Baptiste said they're doing a lot of illegal things, right? So you got that goddamn pastor trying to run some stuff over there in, um, in, um, at the EDC, right? You know, and then you have another pastor, you know, suspectedly, I don't know. It, it may look, it looks a little, it looks bad on the Pleasure Island, right? You have another gentleman over there. It looks bad. Don't know if he's doing anything criminal or not, but it looks like a conflict interest. So you have all these pastors, unfortunately, in a position where it looks like it's a conflict of interest or they might actually be doing some illegal stuff, right? So that right there is a problem. And people, I've been telling you goddamn left and right, Oh, oh, let me bear back. So if you hear anybody talk about don't listen to Dave, don't be around Dave, they most likely look crook. I didn't figure that out. Nine times out of ten, if they telling you don't be around Dave, look, you, you got to be a damn crook. I mean, you, you just a crook, most likely, nine times out of ten. So if you hear somebody saying, hey, you're a politician, I don't want you to be around Dave, or, you know, it, look, it wouldn't look good you being around him and talking to him. They most likely a crook. So, and you know, I've been telling you all this stuff, about, but now you have to do something. You heard it right there yourself. You're going to get poor every time these crooks are in there. Now you have some of these fraternities, right? You have a bunch of old clowns, right? Some old clowns think they're in the goddamn, they think there's the 1970s when they, teenage or something in the doggone frat in the college so you have people with midlife crisis so these other fraternities acting like a doggone criminal organization right a criminal enterprise some of these dumbass frats have goddamn gang signs and gang colors too so that'll easily put them in the light of a criminal enterprise or a gang right another thing you have a certain Real estate company, right? That's the other criminal enterprise that you have going on over there. You remember, hey, 
you have thou before you have a dog on oh another pastor right a pastor slash real estate person you had boom a pastor that just got off a of council she actually worked at a real estate said real estate company said real estate company voted to have legacy to give legacy federal dollars so they can buy a building from the doggone council member. That right there is illegal and you're using federal doggone dollars, right? So now the connection to that real estate company from that previous council member, you also had a mayor that was a part of that same real estate company, right? That doggone mayor appoints the people for the housing the housing um, authority, the housing authority board. Don't get the housing authority confused with the housing department within the city. You have housing authority and you have housing department. Department is in the city. So you have a mayor that's a part of said real estate company, right? He appoints the board for the housing authority, right? They've been in bed with this certain doggone company, right, for years. So you have one of the Housing Authority board members get her name on the actual apartment, right? You get her name on the apartment on Highway 73. They used to call that the Bronx, right, name after her or her family. So you have a, a Housing Authority board member get a apartment named after her, and then a month or two later, the same company that named her, uh, gave made the name the apartment in her name, gets a contract to redevelop Stonegate Apartments, right? Conflict the interest right all up in there. So you have the mayor that's a part of this same real estate company, right? his mom and another relative are in the housing department within the city. So you have all of these people, the same real estate company in the housing department within the city over goddamn grants. So there you have the eyes of this one real estate company in the grants department passing out grants on that end. You have... One instance where the housing, the, um, this property company is managing, it, you know, it used to be the mayor that appoints the board members, housing authority, that gives out contracts, right? You also have a member of this real estate company votes on to give tax dollars to herself, basically, right? Then before she left, sets up where her real estate company is one of the ones that the city uses. She claims to recuse herself from that one, but she set it up before she left, right? And now you see on the property over there that's, that's by the refinery, right? That's across, that's in that park from what Reverend Como's church on Guffway. They are selling that doggone property to whoever it buys. So who you think might buy it? Most likely may be refinery. If you look at that property 
on the west side, it seems to be extremely higher than what some of the other properties that they're selling around here, right? That they're selling is all these parks. So when you get this real estate company in the doggone council, they starting to sell property, right? Where it benefits themselves. So that right there is the definition of a criminal enterprise, right? And that's also a violation of federal RICO charges, right? Especially when they put tax money, no, not federal dollars, right? Federal money into that pot when they used that dog on, um, when they voted let Legacy give, when they used that HUD money for the home program, right? That's, how, that's the definition of a goddamn federal RICO charge, people. I just laid that out to it right in front of your eyes. So now you also have some criminal stuff going on at the EDC, just like um, Floyd Batiste told you. Now you have some new developments over at Pleasure Island, right? Because you have, unfortunately, you have the board member, the board president, putting in a doggone bid, right? Hey, it would have looked better if he didn't, but hell, he did it. So this is what you have going on in the corruption of Port Arthur, right? Now, <clears throat> what you have to do, you're going to have to call the district attorney, you're going to have to call the, the Texas Rangers, and you're going to have to call the FBI. That's the steps right now. If I get some more, I'll let you know. You have to just Google a number for the DA. I don't have it on right now. Google a number for the DA, Jefferson County DA. Call them, ask to speak to the intake department, right? Get somebody in the intake department. I need to talk to the investigator. They need to talk to the Texas Rangers. <clears throat> Say, hey, we have a lot of corruption going on with Port Arthur. If you want to have one, if you want a specific crime, you can tell them that Mayor Bortee violates the Open Meetings Act by hiding, by hiding um, things from the citizens and not letting council members and speak when they're asking about the abuse of the credit card policy, right? That's one you can hit them on. Two, you can kind of give them a little bit about the about the real estate. Oh, hell, you tell them to call me. They already know I didn't call them before. I didn't talk to them before, right? So, boom. So, you go ahead and hit the hit the DA with that one. Now. I would say Google um, Texas Rangers complaint. They have a little website, right? You know, fill that out. If they ask, like like what I'm saying, if you if they ask for an offense date, you put 10-10, right? Um, October 10th, and you refer to that video where Barty went ahead and act a fool, not letting people talk about the um about the credit card abuse, right? The main deal, you're not talking about the actual credit card, the actual violation is the abuse of the Open Meetings Act, right? Abuse of official capacity. That's what you want to go ahead and hit them with just to get the ball rolling over there. Then you can go ahead and tell them, talk to me. I have a lot more intricate stuff on there. But, yeah, if you can catch on to this, what I'm saying, you can go ahead and let them know, too, about the real estate stuff. You may have to rewind and play this a couple of times, right? Then, boom, 
you can go ahead, Google um, FBI tip line. I think it's FBITips.gov, something like that, right? I'm saying off the top of my head, but you call, you can call, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a number you can call. When you call the FBI, you go ahead and they're going to have something where um, public, what is it? Um, damn, it's public corruption. Yeah, I think it's public corruption or something like that, right? Public corruption, you, you click on that one, and then you can give them a statement or you can type in, you know, some information on there. Go ahead and report them. I, t- I talk to the, okay, I, I go ahead and give it now. When I talk to the the, uh, the ranger, right, De- uh, Dredden, or what you want to do when you hit that actual website, it routes it through the um, the actual, you know, Austin or whatnot, and it gives it to somebody. So what you need to do, you, you want to help out. You want to make a difference. You go ahead and start sending them to the Texas Rangers, right? Go ahead and send them out. Keep them talking to that so they can get the numbers up. They're going to get pressured to doing it because everybody keep doing it. They're going to start looking at them. If they're not going to do anything by, by the amount of people calling in and reporting it, we, we're going to assume that the, that, that the DA, the Texas Rangers, are in on it. We're going to assume that there's some corrupt law enforcement officials on there, right? So what you all need to do, make them report. So when I talk to the ranger, I, I was going to do a whole podcast about all this stuff, but I'm going to go ahead and tell it right now. When I talk to the ranger, he gave me so much opposition, right? But he thought I was stupid, so I kept nailing him on it. When I started telling him, hey, you know, the, the mayor violated the Open Meetings Act, you know, didn't want to let counsel talk about the um, the credit card abuse. He asked me, "Tell me about the credit card." Okay, I told him. So he said, "Hey, if it's a if it's a small number, you know, we not worried about that." So I said, "Hey, Mr. Ranger, I'm not worried about the the amount they use. The actual violation is the with the actual crime is the violation of the Open Meetings Act. You know what I'm saying? So you make that the that's the basis of your claim, right? So when he was saying, well, hell, the, the, the DA may not, it's up to the DA, he may not think it's enough crime, but hey, look, I got it all on video. I package it up for you, so all you have to do is repackage it up and give it to the DA. It's all on cameras. Well, um, yeah, such and such and such, and and uh, I refuted that point. Um, I said, man, look, he's actually... He's actually no. No, what he tried to say was, well, the um, the the core of the Open Meetings Act is to have a a walking quorum, right? That's to not have a quorum outside of the council, and you know, where people can be around. I said, no, that ain't the basis of it, uh, sir. The basis of the Open Meetings Act is for council to be transparent, and so that they can be accountable to the citizens, right? Told him that. He got mad on that, so I said, so how is he not doing it? So and I, he kind of got loud with me, so I hollered back to him. Well, hell, he not letting people uh, talk in the council. That's how he hiding it. So, you know, you have to let these people know that you know what you're talking about, right? Because they're going to go ahead and play stupid with you, like they don't understand what you're saying, or they giving you, or you giving them, or... Something not it, then he finally conceded. Well, hell, you know, you have to talk to the DA, see what's what's going on, if they're willing to do it, this, this, and that. So politics. So I said, okay. 
is the only way I can kind of go around it, right? I have some information about about um, real estate. I have I have real estate crimes, right? I got you know some stuff that could be RICO charges, right? And I kind of answer my own question. I guess it would be federal if you know if it's you know federal RICO charges. So it's like yeah, you can probably do something on that. But you know, I was like, hey, I even said, dude. You trying to tell me is this hard to get a corrupt black man arrested? I told that to the Texas Ranger, right? Go ask him. <laughs> he ain't saying nothing right then. I say it happens in Chicago all the time. So I was using the, the Fox News talking points. I sound like what Tucker from a <laughs> Fox News, right? Bringing up black folks to Chicago. So, you know, that's a euphemism for black. So I even pulled the race card on the goddamn. Hey, look, they got to tell you something up right there. It can't be this hard to go ahead and goddamn arrest the corrupt black dude, right? But see, that's the good thing I like about Barty because Barty is not the end of the corruption. He's just a silly clown, dumbass puppet. He's just a clown puppet with no doggone brain, right? Because the only way you'll be that arrogant is if you feel that you're working for somebody else. You ain't so... He feel comfortable is screwing over the people, right? He'll screw over everybody but his doggone self. But you can fight that. I guarantee you, you can fight that. You're going to, hey, we all have to come through. Let them go down with them, right? So that was a pretty much a rough thing of my, um, my dealings when I talked to the actual Texas Ranger, right? So, boom, I'm going over the... Um, Doggone feds, hit the feds. So when I hit the feds, person that uh called, you know, I, I left a couple minutes on the feds, right? Feds called me back. So um I couldn't actually talk to the feds, right? I was dealing with this goddamn brake issue. This doggone, this this doggone dummy messed up my doggone brakes on my truck. So I couldn't deal with the feds right then and there. I told him out these tapes will call me back in about 15 or 30 minutes. Never called me back. So I'm about to go ahead and call him back sometime in the next couple of days or whatever. I might call him back tonight, a couple of days or whatever. So you just have to work with me or help me to keep on putting pressure on these doggone crooks, right? So put pressure on these crooks, watch them. And man, look, the law enforcement go have to goddamn, they go have to come through. When you get the feds up in here or somebody, they're going to have to go through or just go be a whole huge problem, right? Because think about it. They went through Beaumont ISD with a hot knife through butter, right? But hell, during that same time, we trying to get a forensic audit done. We know all this corruption is done. But now it's so blatant. I got all this crap on video. No way to run around this shit. It's on video. So whoever don't take action on it, and it's corrupt. So if you can understand the real estate part, lay that out to the, the Rangers and the FBI and the DA. But if you cannot understand the, the real estate profit maybe here, just understand the violation of the Open Meetings Act, and go ahead and translate that to the DA, Texas Ranger, FBI. And then some more on steps. 
I'll, I'll let you know. Or if you understand the stuff with the real estate, go ahead and hit up HUD to Housing Urban Development. I'll find that, you know, way to make a complaint out of that later. And then hell, you know, it, it's, it's always, look, look, it, it's always more than one way to skin a cat. If, if, if that don't work, if none of the law enforcement don't want to work, I'll show you how a way we can take a hit at the city attorney. Because I guarantee the city attorney is quarterbacking this crap. That's my opinion. That's what I believe. You know, I don't have no proof. But I do believe with these things on council, right, she may have violated some ethics, some ethics several times, right? But some of these things is going on on council. So even this it's, it's crazy. So. We go go with the federalists. If the federalists, any of these anti-corruption organizations don't want to do anything, we'll just have to hit the city attorney on the license, and I guarantee that'll stop. <clears throat> that'll goddamn stop. Or hell, another alternative is going hitting these real estate licenses from these crooked real estate people. So look, more than one way to skin a cat. They have a lot of organizations that these people belong to that you can go ahead and take actions from that. And that's just some of the stuff I didn't do a, a whole, uh, my, you know, corruption podcast. I'm putting it all in one. So this is some things that you can do. This is tangible. We have a lot. Go back and rewind and play this stuff. Look, either I'm going to get arrested or they go get arrested. Somebody going to get arrested. I'm going to get arrested for fighting the crime over here. Or you're going to have some trusted law enforcement, that's some, some honest law enforcement that's going to do the right thing and, and clean up some of this stuff. I'm trying to find the Elliot Nest. That's what I told the, the Texas Ranger. Look, man, I'm trying to find the Elliot Nest. Where can I find the Elliot Nest? So, hey, that's what's going on right now, people. Hey, I sure do appreciate I do, uh, I do appreciate that you um, coming out and listen to it and take the time. And people, if you want to change the city, we have to do it. You can listen to me all you want, but I need that action. I need that action from you, just like we did when we was with the, when I was with the Port Acres and we was fighting that slaughterhouse. We're going to need some of that participation from the people. And with all the people here, we can go ahead and take this city back where it can be another black Wall Street or to be politically correct, a multicultural Wall Street. And when I say black Wall Street, I mean that everybody's in Port Arthur where it's black, Hispanic, white, Asian or whatever because they look at all of Port Arthur as black. So... That's why I say Black Wall Street. And until next time, everybody, this is Super Dave with the PA Political Revolution Podcast. And go ahead and share this to your friend, family member, post it on your wall. Until the next time, take it easy, peace, and help me fight for justice. Thank you.